0: Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the beautiful Built to Grow studios in Scottsdale, Arizona, here with the El Senor of success, Randy Angston. (laughs) What's up, buddy? Hola. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: These names, we need a list. We should get the guys that... uh... I
0: had one going for a while, and then I just, like, we got so deep into these, I have no idea. I might be repeating Anybody can call us out, just do it, let hey, me know. Yeah,
1: well, didn't we throw out a challenge or something we were gonna give away, like a, I don't remember, we said something with, somebody can send me all the names or something.
0: Yeah, well, one day somebody will do it.
1: So yeah, somebody will be do it.
0: So a couple of announcements to make. The automation workshop is at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. Jump on that if you're interested in building that automated system. Going to be out in Toronto this week to build out another custom one. But that's going to be a great event. That's a workshop. Two full days, like full, like eight to six, both days. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be building and building and building. You're going to have this shiny, nice, brand new, packaged up, tight, automated system when you get home. And hopefully having leads book and nurture while we're uh, at uh, the event. I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah.
1: It, it seems to happen to every custom one we do. So,
0: yep. Turning the faucet on. So yeah, there's that. And if if any of this episode strikes a chord with you, if you want to jump on a call, do that at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. All right. So let's jump into this episode. And this episode kind of stems from some of the calls that we've Mm -hmm. been having in regards to the business side of the gyms, right? The nuts and bolts, the P&Ls, the expenses and all this stuff. And I think one of the things I would tell you as a goal of mine, and it should be a goal of yours as well, but like I'm really focusing on the net profit, not necessarily ignoring the gross revenue. I'm really focusing on what do we keep at the end of the day. And if you listened to two, three episodes ago, we had Shauna on, our tax goddess. Don't be afraid to make net profit because she can make <laughs> sure that you get rid of yeah. the, the burden on their taxes too. So. She's a sweet, sweetheart, one, but she's a sweet resource for gym owners that are making some coin and you can actually keep it.
1: Yeah. And outside of gym owners, I mean, she works with everybody under the sun. Yeah, Uh, true. You might have a business outside of your personal training business or fitness business that is appropriate to reach out to her too. But every time we talk to her, it just blows my mind. Something new? Constantly. And we're all, I mean, it's not like we have a shortage of communication with Shauna. We talk to her all the time, but constantly in the weeds.
0: Well, She's like, because she loves it so I much. Know,
1: that's what I was going to say. Like hyping up a new tax law. She's like her Facebook's blown up. She's like excited doing Facebook lives and stuff like that. Like this is what she
0: lives and breathes for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She exactly. has like the tax code books under, under, <laughs> underneath her pillow at night. So we
1: have yeah. the encyclopedia of bodybuilding, from, yeah. you know, that big giant one. She's got like huge stack of tax law.
0: <laughs> that's her. Yeah. So one of the things that we see or I hear about a little bit is like you're using your business, your gym, your LLC or or however your entity is set up as almost like your personal ATM or Mm -hmm. checking account. And what I mean by that is you're running your business and then you're running all your personal expenses out of the business and you're going out to eat and you're using the company card and you're filling up your tank and you're buying furniture for the house and you're putting on the business and all this stuff. And I really want to talk about why that's happening first, but what to do and why you shouldn't be doing that.
1: Yeah, there's a point I think as we were kind of were touching on when we were discussing this as a solopreneur, if you're a independent personal trainer, a lot mm-hmm. of, I think a lot of that stems from that was rooted in that, right? As you ascend and become a business owner and have a facility and things like that, like at some point there becomes a time where you need to cut the cord. and create that, treat that business as its separate entity. Right. And yeah, let's get into that. and
0: Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons why, but we'll talk about what I'm really saying is that you should have a business as its own living, breathing creature Mm -hmm. that sustains itself. Then you should be on the outside of that being paid by the business. And then you should have your own expenses and business and life and outside of that. And too often they're just commingled together. Mm-hmm. And then you got this kind of big mess and you really don't know how well you're doing. The positive side to that is if you're still making a net profit and you're doing it this way, you're probably running a pretty damn good business sure. because if you take your own expenses out of that, the net profits can be much, much higher. You know, in turn, you'd still have to pay yourself out of that expense mm-hmm. line to get that out of there. But you need to have a clear cut picture of how healthy your business is doing. Really, that's the focus of this podcast yeah. is because without knowing that, you don't know how well you're doing, you don't know what to fix, you just see numbers and they're all over the place and there's things mixed in there and it's like, what are we really doing here? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can, every once in a while, run a transaction out of your business knowing that it's really not the right thing to do, but your accountant's gonna make sure too. To move yeah. it to owner's draw or something like that. But you really put a big burden on your accountant I should say your bookkeeper, when you start doing that and you don't really have a real good clear picture. So that would be the first thing. Just kind of, th- you know, this is funny. P&L might be, you might not even know what I'm talking <laughs> about <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Profit and loss statement. If you guys are using QuickBooks or there's other ones, we use QuickBooks, but you're going to have a, a report. And really a P and l is showing your Gross revenue, the money in and the money out. Money out, Mm -hmm. kind of the money out, but the money out against your expenses Mm -hmm. because you could have money out that's paying against a loan or something like that that's not going to be shown on the P and L. That's over on the balance sheet. I'm not an accountant. I'm not a (laughs) tax professional, but what I would tell you is on the P and L, you're going to see how much money you generated and what went out the door as far as expenses go. And expenses are everything from marketing, electricity, utilities, payroll, rent, all that stuff lives in that, like office supplies, training, subscriptions. We've got it broken down into like really really detailed segments. Yep. And on top of that, you should also detail out where your revenue is coming from. Is it coming from nutrition or supplements or smoothies or general memberships or training and all that stuff needs to be on there? Clean cut the reason I'm really focusing on this because we're still early, we're still in the first month of the year. This is a good time to like get organized and take this and make sure that you have a clean, nice shot for the year.
1: Yeah. And we talked about that on the episode with Shauna, right? Like a lot of these things you need to do today, not December, you know, like, you know, you can only set yourself up for this year early in this year. Mm -hmm. So yeah, take that advice guys. As we get into this, follow along, do this for yourself soon. Don't wait.
0: Yeah. Ultimately, most gym owners don't have an exit plan strategy in place. Eventually, you're going to be 70 years old and you're not going to want to do this anymore. Well, how many gym owners do we work with? And now, with the coaching realm,
1: I think it's less because that is the goal of most of the people coming into us with us. Yep. But from the lead generation things that we've done in the past, and I'd say most of the gym owners we worked with were Mm -hmm. so deep in their business that there was no clear exit plan. Their business was congruent with life. No, I mean, there's 20, 30-year business owners that are on the training floor full-time that have no idea how to pay themselves or operate the business if they're not on the training floor paying, earning
0: a wage. Yeah, and that's a really tough place to be. It is. You almost feel like you're stuck in it, the yep. business too I mean, much, and then you start to resent it, and mm-hmm. then there's this whole, like, I don't want to go in today, and I'm just pissed off, but you know, if you don't go in, then you're not going to make any money. It's a big pain in the butt. So this is really interesting. A couple of years back, you know, we've got some affluent clients here, and I was talking to one of our clients, and he was talking about all of his investments and all this stuff. And he goes, "Well, Tim, your investment is the businesses, right? Your mm-hmm. businesses are not your retirement plan." And I was like, "You know what, fucking man, maybe." <laughs> and years ago, I was like, "You know what? Yeah, you're right because I don't have all the cash to be putting into real estate and all these other things that these other people are doing. The business is an asset, yeah, and it breaks my heart sometimes to see businesses close without." Selling like they just closed the yeah, doors. Just close the doors. Sure. And then they—that's it. Like, what have you been doing? This, like the last ten. What was the purpose
1: of creating a business? I guess that like, foundationally, if you decide to start a business, understand that you're potentially creating an asset for yourself. Hopefully, you can sell that. Exactly. Whether or not it's grossly profitable or not, what you've built in the brand and that should carry some value. Yep. So yeah, like you said, you, there's no reason to just shut the doors. Hopefully.
0: So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And what I've seen people do is strategically. We had a friend that closed the doors to then focus on his nutrition line. Yeah, Joe? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Actually sold one, he closed the other. But here I am, I'm seeing gyms close Today, seeing them closed. Constantly. And it's just like, I can't imagine how hard that would be for the gym owner, especially all the time invested, the money invested. And then just not have anything at the end of the day. Like if I'm going to step away from the business, I'm going to sell it. I'm not going to just walk away and close
1: it. Well, as we're talking about P&Ls and net profit and all of this goes hand in hand. A business doesn't just close because you had one bad week or a bad month. Right. Your business closed because you failed to see a trend or the direction that it was going and you failed to take action to change to it. divert it. Yeah. yeah. And so if you right back to the reason that we get into this, right, you're creating a business, you're creating an asset, understand that business and that asset, understand what a P&L looks like yep. under, and, and the benefit and the need. And when you were talking about your expenses and your, your different sources of income and things like that, I mean, you can go even further, right? Your marketing, understand which lead source is paying off. I mean, yeah. if you don't have any idea and you're just throwing money at a wall and expecting mm-hmm. and, you know, figuring it out as it goes. This is time to pursue some education, yeah. ask the questions, find those that are doing it, lean, rub elbows, do whatever it takes. But there's no excuse for your business just
0: shutting down. No, no you know? you're right. And a lot of times it's not gym owners, it's not your fault because when you get into the training, you're not talking, you've never been taught P&Ls and mm-hmm. accounting and, and assets and, and net value and all this stuff. One of the questions that came up on a call that you had, you asked me, "Well, what's the average net profit of a fitness business? Like, Mm -hmm. what should it be?" The numbers that I always use, and this is just from other sources, is eight to twelve percent net profit is is healthy. And when you think about eight to twelve percent net profit, that's not a whole lot of money at the end of the day for all that work. Well, now let's
1: put it into a situation like we were just talking about. Is eight to twelve percent the business is earned in net profit? Now, are you paying yourself? From that 8 to 12%, you know what I mean? Like, is that including these people? Well, there's two different energy? ways. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Sometimes the owner's payroll is on the expense line, and then 8 to 12% after that. After. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you got 8 to 12% that you owe 33% because of taxes because you're taking a K 1 distribution and now you're taking that on as as in- earned, income, earned income. And now you got to owe taxes on that. That's where Shauna comes in. Trust <laughs> me. Talk to her oh, if yeah. you haven't already. It's two episodes ago. Some of the Iron Circle clients that we're working with are in the high 50%, even one guy at the 70% net profit line, and those are some healthy, healthy businesses. That's that's crazy to me. Yep. And our focus here is to get up above 30% this year in net profit. We've been kind of hanging around the 25, 22, 25%. My goal is 30. Great. 30% net profit. That's a healthy business that I could turn around and sell tomorrow. Well, if I needed to. And
1: not only that, but but back to the conversation you were having about with the client. A thirty percent net profit allows you cash flow to invest. Absolutely. To, you could draw from that and put it into other businesses, other opportunities, investments, mm-hmm. things like that. That's another way of generating yep. a retirement plan. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. But you can't do that with five percent net profit. Mm-mm. Can't do that with two percent net profit or a break even business. Break even business, yeah. Or I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of gym owners. I mean, we did the study. A lot of gym owners are funding their gym business with a full time job.
0: So it's negative. So you're
1: a negative yeah.
0: Have a negative business. And I could see a negative business in the first two years, maybe. If you go back to one of the episodes that we had with Amanda Goolsby, she's mm-hmm. opening gyms or she was opening orange theories at in the black. Word in the black means is when like when you look at a P&L, the red is negative, black is positive. You're in the positive. Positive guessful well, day one. Day one. The norm used to be like, hey, it's going to take you a year, year and a half to get to black, but she's doing it in day one. So. And that's a
1: lot of the reason why I, you hear the statistics that so many businesses close within the first year. How many more close within the first three? Yeah, And it's because it's, it's typically cash
0: flow. Cash flow. Yep. You know, you, it you takes can't, time it, to get it, off yeah. the ground. I totally get that. So think about your business. This might be a, a wake up call. I yeah. think for some of the dabblers out there, if you want to call it a hobby that you're running, like. Think about your future and the business as supporting... Your retirement. I'm getting to the age where I actually got to start thinking about some of this stuff. Unfortunately, yeah, for, for us YouTube subscribers, you could see the gray. It's settled in, guys. It's hitting home, and like my focus changes over time. And I think yours should change. Or like, if I only knew back then what I know now kind of stuff, I'm telling you right now, you got to look at the net profit and look at an exit plan and get your numbers organized and run this as a real business, not a hobby. Don't inter-co-mingle your personal expenses and using the business just to pay your like no separate it out do it the right way because there's going to come a time and place where maybe somebody in the family gets sick like I'm not saying like not wishing this not not wishing this yeah Yeah. don't there could be an emergency that you need to get out of the business and if you don't have your shit together you might be that gym owner that closes the doors and you don't have anything to show at the end of the day yeah and this is kind of a it's this is
1: a heart to heart right this is your opportunity like like Tim said it could be a wake up call. We don't mean this disrespectfully by any mm-hmm. means. We want to help and we want to make sure that you're not in a position like where something like that can happen. Yeah. And where we find ourselves today and, and what we're doing for gym owners is helping you guys, helping them step into a true business owner role. I don't want to say not showing up at your business, but imagine having the choice of how many hours and what areas of your business you want to work each week. And the business operates, sustains, and grows without your time being there spent doing it yourself. That's what we're trying to help gym owners yep. do. And if you're not in that position today, make sure you have a game plan for
0: getting there. Because again, you got into business to run a business. And we've had some amazing success with our private clients that we do this with. This is the, probably the number one thing that people come to us for mm-hmm. is they say, Tim, I want to do what you're doing with the gym. How do I get there? Yeah. And then that's where the private client coaching conversation happens. Mm-hmm. And we have an eight week program. It goes well beyond anything that's out there right now. It's going to systematize everything. It's going to show you exactly the parts and pieces and systems of your business that you need to have in place so you can make that decision, have that choice to work or not work this week mm-hmm. at, in the gym, right? Like I'll be gone the rest of the week after this episode or whatever. I don't need to be here. Yeah. Everything's fine.
1: It goes back to being proactive and knowing what you want out of the business, mm-hmm. knowing how to, and not necessarily knowing how to get it out of the business, but knowing that this is the ultimate plan and this is the purpose and the reason, and then figuring out either investing in education, mastermind groups, coaches, whatever it may be, to build that systems and the staffing structures and the things in place so that the business can be that for you, and, you and provide you. At the end of the day, guys, your business should be, like he said, a separate asset so that it provides you with the quality of life that you want ultimately. Perfect. And that's really, I mean, that's why you have a business, is so that you can have the say. If you don't want the business, go work for somebody else.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of people that can't run a business. They can't because they don't have the cojones. Or shouldn't. Or shouldn't. But they don't have the risk tolerance and that's that, exactly that, what that, it that is. you're taking as a business owner. You take a lot of risk. All the risk. In fact, I think that in the definition of entrepreneur, there's something about taking risk that you think I really, if you guys want to look that up, I remember that. And you've taken the risk now win because you could lose it all i mean i'm not trying to throw scare tactics but i'm seeing it happen i saw her across the, down the street, street yeah. yeah this guy's closed nothing to show for her. another gym owned by actually a professional athlete he closed too without anything he didn't sell he just closed the doors mind-boggling why would you spend all this time and effort and money to put this thing together and not have anything to show for it guys This is a wake-up call, it is January, it is 2020. It's time to focus on the business as a asset, as a separate entity, something that you could, if you wanted to, sell and move on to something else. Don't just be stuck in the weeds with the blinders on. This is much bigger than that. Hopefully you guys take this to heart and you go out and take action, because what'd you say about taking action?
1: That's the only way to solve problems, is taking action. You can
0: want something, but if you don't take action, nothing's gonna happen anyway. Mm So. Use this as a kick in the butt if you don't have this stuff in place to get your P&Ls dialed in. Take your personal shit and move it outside the business so you can have something on paper that shows what the actual real business is worth. Then hopefully you got some comfort. And if you wanted to, if you did want to get out of the business, you can.
1: Here's just to, we can finish on this. One of the tasks that I have people do in the first week of our coaching program is to write down what their day looks like today. Hour by hour, what do you do? What do you spend your time with hour by hour? Mm -hmm. With gym owners, again, they're coming to us because they have a need and they have a desire. And that's typically to create and have that build, that standalone asset as a business. Most of them are coming to us still working in the business. Their days aren't, more often than not, their hour by hour breakdowns are reactive.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: know, they're, they're showing up to work. Yeah. Well, they don't necessarily know other than, okay, I know, you know, from this block of this hour to this hour, I'm on the training floor. Like that's easy. It's scheduled. But, and I kind of like push back on some of the stuff because they'll give me three hour block where it just says admin work or office work or things like that. And I'm like, well, what does this mean? (laughs) What are you doing in the office? Like help me help you. Yeah. Yes. There's office stuff. There's emails to respond to. There's clients to call, but like, give me that information. Are you spending it building sales funnels, launching new ads? trying to grow the business, or are you just there as a sounding board replying to the people who have came to you, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. So one of the things, the reason that I do that, it's actually really lately it's been resonating with the clients a lot more. I think that they're taking it a lot more serious. That is an eye-opener. eye-opener. Okay. This week alone, we've had two new coaching clients. Both of them came to me and they were actually really upset with themselves filling that out because it was so emotionally... Eye-opening. Oh yeah, that I can this see. is what I'm doing with my day. No wonder I'm not where I want to be. Perfect. I don't know what I should be spending my time doing, and that's where we come in to help. So if you feel like that, if you feel like you show up, you unlock the doors, and you're there, but you don't have a game plan for exactly what you're doing with each of your days, get on the call with us, guys. We're here to help. We want to help build systems, give you a little like point in the right direction, even if that's all it is. Let's get on the call. PFMarketingSolutions.com/slash/call. And we can dig. But if you do nothing, expect to be here next year having the same conversation. Yeah, exactly.
0: You'll be listening to the same episode next year and be like, what did I do? This whole 2020. It's January. It's always a good time to like, just mentally, this is when people refocus. You should be focused all year, but let's be real. I mean, this January seems to be the time.
1: I hate resolutions and I myself still find ways of like refreshing, you know what I mean? Like I'm so big on taking action that if I decide to do something, I'm just going to do it the same day. Yeah. But I still have that It's just in the air. Everybody's communicating about it. Like you can't avoid it. So
0: it is a perfect time. And if it's an excuse for you to do it, then just do it. It doesn't matter if it's January or if you're listening to this in March. It doesn't matter. Yeah, take action. Take action, guys. Okay, that's it for this episode. Until next time, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win.